Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, March 18th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian in Oregon Live. The parents of Griffin Hoffman and Olivia Coleman, the two Portland teenagers and McDaniel High School students who died of suspected accidental fentanyl overdoses within hours of each other this month, shared memories of their children and concern for our country this week. Fentanyl poisoning is now the number one cause of death among Americans aged 18 to 45, surpassing COVID-19, suicide, and car accidents. Hoffman just turned 16 last month. He was a star tennis player and was into dark comedies. His parents found him dead at his desk, earbuds still in his ears. Hoffman's parents believe he thought he was taking a Percocet pill. Coleman just turned 17 in January. The junior loved kids and babysitting her cousins. She wanted to be a child psychologist and had taught herself how to play the guitar. Coleman had struggled with anxiety and substance abuse, both aggravated during the COVID-19 pandemic, and had been in counseling the last four months of her life. Both kids' parents warned others, including students, parents, and administrators, about the scourge of fentanyl. Fentanyl is up to 100 times stronger than morphine and 50 times stronger than heroin. Any amount of fentanyl can be fatal. Most people don't know they've taken fentanyl because it's typically pressed into pills made to look like legitimate prescription drugs. Users typically die from asphyxiation from the drug's effect of depressing the respiratory system. Police suspect each kid had a blue pill stamped with M30, which is also used on authentic oxycodone pills, but these pills were made of fentanyl. Court records revealed more details this week of one of Portland's dozens of homicides so far in 2022. 21-year-old Elijah Williams is charged with second-degree murder in the killing of Tony Weiss in mid-February in Old Town, Chinatown. According to court records, Williams is charged with stomping Weiss to death, and he was wearing blood-spattered sneakers that were stained from a separate attack he's accused of just an hour before. Surveillance cameras in the area showed Williams running and kicking Wise to the ground near his tent on Northwest 3rd Avenue between Gleason and Flanders at about 4 a.m., court records showed. Williams then allegedly stomped the man as he yelled stop. Williams stopped to talk to another man, according to the court records, then returned to punch and jump on Wise. Someone is seen on camera searching Wise's pockets, then covering him with a blanket. He died four days later. Wise is one of three people killed while experiencing homelessness so far this year. The vacation rental giant Vacasa expects slower growth next year, as the Portland-based company announced its first revenue forecast since going public in December. Vacasa topped $889 million in revenues last year, according to financial results released this week, up an astonishing 81%. But it expects growth of just 30% next year. That would be the slowest year by far in the five years the company has reported financial results. That could be a warning that the business is maturing and headed into slower growth after received a tremendous and unusual boost during the pandemic. Vacasa lists vacation rentals online and manages them on behalf of their owners, providing cleaning and maintenance services while taking a cut of the rental fee. Its business boomed during the pandemic as people opted for vacations closer to home. Vacasa reported losses of $155 million last year, 
70% more than in 2020. But the company said the losses reflect investments in its future, with $225 million in spending on sales and technology development aimed at boosting revenue and long-term profits. The company expects to be profitable in 2023 regardless. Its market value is roughly $3 billion, but the company raised $145 million less than it anticipated it would when it went public in December. Portland's tree canopy decreased by hundreds of acres from 2015 to 2020, according to a report presented to the city council this week. The leafy loss came despite aggressive city action to support adding thousands of new trees in an effort to clean Portland's air and provide shade in areas of the city long deprived of it. Quote, this report is a warning, said Commissioner Carmen Rubio, who oversees the Parks Department. It's telling us to take concrete actions to replace the trees we're losing and create an equitable tree canopy, particularly in East Portland. Rubio, whose bureau authored the report, also conceded that new trees take years to reach a level of maturity required to capture meaningful amounts of carbon and protect residents from scorching heat, like what we experienced last year in 2021. Portland has a goal of having its tree canopy encompass is 33% of the city's area by 2035. That target, which city officials said is less ambitious than those of other U.S. cities, has become further from reach. The latest urban forestry snapshot, taken every five years, shows Portland's tree canopy grew to about 30.7% by 2015, but then receded down to about 29.8% in 2020. That 1% loss, city officials said, translates to more than 820 acres. A parks official likened it to losing Mount Tabor Park every year for the past five years. Neither city officials nor the report they authored offered details on what precisely was driving the sudden loss in Portland's tree canopy. Urban foresters mentioned extreme weather, such as ice storms and heat waves, as capable of harming or killing otherwise healthy trees. The most notable loss occurred in residential areas, with tree canopy shrinking by 523 acres, according to the study. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support. 